What is up and welcome in to the Easy Smoke in the GM podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined as always by our outstanding co-hosts. He's a Chicago Public League legend. He's a Simeon legend. He's a Grambling State legend. Your Tigers had a rough, rough, uh, rough weekend, I saw. Yeah. It's been a rough season. So. <laughs> <laughs> he played second base there, by the way. He was all swack. It's Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we've got the NFL draft guru, enthusiast, whatever you want to call him. You can catch all his work at NBCSportsChicago.com and the My Teams app. It's Glenn Morgan. He's our GM. Gentlemen, what's going on? How you doing? Well, all right. Oh. I know what you can't call me. You cannot call me an elite bowler. Not after this weekend in Cincinnati. Oh, baby. <laughs> it was brutal. Well, Bowling you, wannabe. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll blame it on the lanes. That's what there it was. Yep. Most yep. definitely. Yeah. So hey, it was an a interesting, interesting week of uh, a sports here. Uh, rough week for the football team. The basketball team looked pretty good. Smoke, I'm going to give it to you, man. Where do you want to start this week? Man, we've been starting on a little on a downer for far too long. It's time to start on a high note. You Bulls know, basketball and, and, it is. And, 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 you know, see red around here. You yes. know? So that's what we need to start. We're going to start on a high note here. Uh, my man. Team, my man. The team that's giving the city hope. Man. So <laughs> – I, man, I'm so excited for this team, man. Uh, the games are great to watch. Uh, yeah. The the New York game, even uh, though they you know they didn't pull it off, that was yeah. man, mm-hmm. that was a hell of a hell of a basketball game. It was like I said, it was fun to watch. Uh, and these guys are they they're learning to play with each other, and it's man, uh, is yeah. this is gonna this is gonna be a good good year for Bulls basketball. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yeah, that that New York game. Spoke to everything I said last episode about our physicality and our size. And, man, that, that game. But the most important thing, we did not stop fighting. No. You know? and, and that was the you – know, was a – I was in the arena. I'm not going to say it was an overly emotional event, being that it was Joe Kim Noah night, but it was – it was a big game. It had a big game feel. You know, we it was, was trying to prove something to ourselves, you know, to the world that we were legit because they were talking down to us, saying we ain't played nobody. And the Knicks right. were trying to prove to, you know, everybody that we're on the come up, but we have come up, you know. So they're trying to get to our level. So they made for a good game. And sh- we almost had a chance to win that. I left, went walking down to leave. We down 11. Get down. I'm sitting in 300 level. Get down to one level. It's a four point game. I'm like, oh, what <laughs> yeah, the? Yeah, you had to turn around. <laughs> you had to start watching on the screen. And I'm very superstitious. So, me, my mom, and my pops, we in there. And I'm like, look, we're not going back in. We're going to watch right here on this TV because everything good was happening. And the delay on the TV was a, it was a little delayed from inside. Right, right. So, you hit a crowd go wild. I'm like, oh, something happened. Something happened. And so it came down to the last shot, man. It, that was good to see, man. Uh, I think it challenged Billy, you know, with this group. And I feel like the next two games we saw adjustments in him 
Yeah. I'm playing some guys that didn't play in that Knicks game. Like, I think we still could use size, but the two guys he he put, he inserted three guys into the rotation with key minutes now. And that's Io. Shout out to the Rook. <laughs> Shout out to the Rook, hometown kid. Derek Jones Jr. and Tony Bradley. Tony Bradley. Although we're still small, and but those two, Bradley and Derek Jones, makes us even more athletic. Yeah. And we saw Utah have trouble with that. And then and that swarm we yeah. went on with Boston was was huge. You know, rookie came through with some big buckets. Our defense is phenomenal, man. Phenomenal. We 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 get into some cold spells offensively. But one thing I see, man, the fight is going to always be there, and our defense has the ability, as we saw last night, <laughs> to get us to win a quarter 30, what, 39 to 11. 39 to 11. Yeah, like, and it was quick. So I, I watched again. So I, I, I missed it live. So I, I had to watch it on, uh, on DVR. And like before a blink of an eye, it went from uh, late in that third quarter down 19 to beginning of the fourth, they were down, it was at 19, they were down 12 going into the fourth. And before mm-hmm. I knew it, the Bulls were up one. No, one no, over. we were down 14. 14, 14. And one in the before, fourth. Like I said, before, before we knew it, man, it was 106, 105 Bulls. Mm-hmm. And they and just, just went around pouring it on. Yeah, yep. yeah. Just kept that pouring was, it on. That, that was crazy. Hey, uh, Pat Will out for the season. Um, with the wrist injury in that New York game. We wow. talked about this, you know, um, it causing Billy to um, to bring in Derrick Jones Jr. Um, um, and what's my man's name? 13. Um, Tony Bradley. Tony Bradley. Tony Bradley. You just, you just said his name. Um, do they need to – do they – does that, you know, that injury um, make them have to go get somebody – another big you know uh sooner than they probably would have hoped for um with him being out right now uh yeah <laughs> i think it will i mean I, I don't know if they go to the g league to get that player i don't know if they want to try and bring Tyler cook i don't know how well he's going to be in terms of helping out um obviously they won't be at the level of pat will as far as skill and versatility and what he can offer defensively and athletically, but there are players out there. You, you just need mm-hmm. to find someone that is suitable to your roster. And what that seems to be like is athletic, long, um, aggressive, and can pay, can play, you know, has, has a defensive mindset to where their aggression is more towards deflection blocks and getting out on the run. Someone like that can come in and maybe not be Pat Will, obviously, but fill in in terms of being able to provide uh, that body that we need and, and give a little bit of, you know, a size that we're clearly going to be missing, being already sized challenge. Um, but I think you can find a player like that. You don't have to find someone that's necessarily skilled offensively that can shoot it from everywhere. You just need to find somebody because we have we have a variety of those type of players on the team. Um, DeRozan is basically found like his renewed fountain of youth again Uh, not that he's that old but i'm just saying he seems reinvigorated here with the bulls and the dudes averaging over 30 
two points, I think, the last two games. Uh, obviously, Zach can get his own points. Lonzo is very aggressively taking his three-point shots when they are available for him. He's not backing down from that. DeSumo is showing that as a rookie, I don't care. I'm going to shoot mm-hmm. the ball. If it's here, I'm going to make the basketball play. He's playing with intelligence and a savvy. You just don't expect a rookie, not only a rookie, but a second-round pick rookie. Second-round picks don't play much at all. Mm-hmm. And this dude is getting mad minutes early, and he is stepping up to the plate. As he said, his motto, I'm – don't have to get ready because I'm already ready. I stay ready, so I don't have to get ready. So that, that says everything you need to know about that young man and his mindset. Um, you know, and don't forget, we got Kobe coming back at some point as well. So that'll help with some of the skill and some of the offensive punch that we may be lacking. And again, you know, Pat Will, as much as we like him, as much as he is that core towards our future that we expect, he wasn't the most aggressive guy when it came to scoring. No. Yeah. So, so if we get somebody, like I said, that can fulfill athletically and defensively be able to run the court and, and do deflections and get offense in the flow of going to the basket that can kind of mitigate what we may be losing from Pat will offensively speaking. Um, but man, dude, um, I, you know, we, yes, Alice Caruso keeps him, you know, impressing me every time I see this dude play because he's like sneaky good dude. Mm-hmm. And he does some stuff. Where I'm just like, man, dude, like that block he had from behind, like he got beat. And came from behind towards the end of the game and, and made the block from behind. And they were like, Bulls were out on the run again. You know, that his passing a bit. And the, the, here's the thing we may not be big up in the front court, but like we said last episode, we're big in the back court. Yeah. And, and those guys are long, athletic. And the great thing about this team that I like, and I remember saying this to a certain Kendall Gill at one point, your this team reminds me of the fighting in Lini back in the in the late 80s. In that final four team, Kendall Gill and, 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 and Nick Anderson and those guys, in terms of a lot of guys being 6'6", getting into passing lanes, getting the deflections, and anybody and everybody can take the ball up court. Like, you don't need to wait. You know, they, they can get the ball and they can go. They can initiate a fast break. Anyone, any, even Vucevic really could initiate a fast break to some degree, mm-hmm. dribbling the ball. But he's a good – and there's a lot of good passing. These guys are good passers as well. There's a lot to this team that is exciting that is still yet to develop. These guys are six and one. They're three and all on the road. And the only loss to have is by one point. And if Vucevic just missed that one free throw, maybe it's a tie game, you know, going into, into, into OT. Or if DeRozan, if DeRozan hands off the ball to, to, to Zach. Well, if he kicks it back yeah. to Zach, maybe. Um, or if DeRozan doesn't hesitate, but you know, I, you know, if what if, if if you know if it was a fifth, you know how that goes. But I mean, we ain't going eighty-two and zero. You know no, exactly. So, nor, nor do I we was, need I, to. I, I, I was predicting that. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know what? It it, it it you know, and Boston's got its own problems. So let's not get overboard with the fact that they came back from nineteen. Boston has has its own internal problems. I mean, they, they were two and two and five for a reason. You know what I'm saying? But so it's yeah, not like they were yeah, five. Yeah, but you know what though? But but here's the thing though. A season ago, down nineteen in the third quarter, that Definitely. that would have been it. It would have been you know what? That, yeah, that, we was up nineteen and we would lose those games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. ball game. You know what? It wasn't our night. You know, that would that would have been cool. Shut it down. We come back and get them the next game. And, that didn't and happen. See, and that, that, didn't, yeah. that didn't happen. In the next, next game, they were they were down fourteen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. Like 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 you said, smoke the the the, the fight just kept coming, man. So, so yeah. I think that was that. That's a great sign that uh, it wasn't just a just a a one one game thing, man. This this is gonna be the way it's gonna be for 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 hopefully the entire season. And and my thing is this: like 
so what that Boston going through their own things? That's one thing I'm not buying into, like how everyone is saying all oh, the Bulls ain't play nobody mm-hmm. and all this stuff. But you talk, you know, and 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 we, you know, like like we don't have damn near a completely new roster. It's okay for the <laughs> Lakers true. to figure it out. They mm-hmm. gotta figure it out. They need time. You know, right. this is a whole new team, but the but the Bulls. Everyone acts like this team has been together for for years. <laughs> this is a whole new roster, pretty much. Outside of Pat so Will and and uh, Zach, no one's been there for years. Well, he put it put like this: two years ago, the only the only two guys that are remaining from two years ago are Zach and Kobe White. That's Kobe it. White. Yeah, right. you know. So it's like that's a hell of a turnaround. Or turn big over, turnaround, so. you know, yeah, and you know, so I'm like, I'm not buying into that who we played, you know, because had we lost to those teams, it'll be a different story, right? Same old bulls, you know, right? You know, so we're doing what we supposed to do, we're beating, and now, and now we're showing that we can beat the better teams too, you know, because down 19. Everyone, I'm sure, was like, see, they ain't got nobody like Tatum and Brown. Hmm. And sure enough, we do. I, I came out of that game, it made me realize no matter who we play, assuming Brooklyn doesn't get Kyrie back, there's only one team that you can definitively say Keeps us from having three of the top five players on the court. Who was that? Milwaukee. That's the Lakers. And and some might depend, might question that because a lot of people don't like Westbrook. Mm. But but outside of that, can you really say Milwaukee has three of the top five players on the court? Are you taking Middleton to lead your team over Zach or DeMar- or DeRosa? <laughs> Maybe over are, Rosen. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Are you taking Drew to lead your team as far as your best player over DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, or Vucevic? No. Exactly. So that's three of the top five players. They got two. We got the other three. Yeah, but their <laughs> one counts for like two. <laughs> yeah, yes, he's he's definitely by far the best. But, I, but I'm right. just saying, like, I get you. Yeah. we have talent, you know, like, we right. have talent. We might not ever have the best two players on the court, but I our our I'd almost say four, bro, because Vucevic is not a joke. I mean, I, he was got I a triple add, double yesterday. I, well, I add I go the Rosen Lonzo. I mean the Rosen Levine and Boots. Boots. Oh, okay. Okay. Them, was, them are the three. Yeah, Glenn, who, 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 who I thought he meant ball. ball. No, 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 no. Vooch is the is one of those three. Okay. Is okay. for me. Uh but so, you know, like, we have the talent. Like, it's literally just the fact that once we learn how to match the physicality of these other teams, which I feel it's not many teams that play that physical like the Knicks. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of teams don't play that finesse game, which feeds into our hands because we well, can he, beat. Go ahead. To, I'm sorry, to your point. Utah does play physically. I mean, they got a big dude who, you know, who they block. Go back. Yeah. He he's just tall. 
Uh, he, he gets he, a little dirty yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he does, but I mean, it's not as many players as like, like New York comes at you in swarms. I get it, but I mean, Utah, they're not. They don't play. They're not. A, they're not a finesse team. They're not an overly physical team. They're kind of in between that, but they do play with some physicality and they do have size and they can lean yeah, on. They do bit. have size. They do have and, size. And, and to overcome that, I thought was was well was done well. You know, um, and and like you said earlier, you know, the coach is showing, showing his ability uh, to be able to adjust, unlike some coach in a different sport on the north side, um, <laughs> but. But, I, you know, and that's what we like about Billy Donovan. That's what we expected from Billy Donovan. That's what we didn't really see a lot of last year. But I think last year he was like in an assessment phase. Like, okay, I want to see what do I have here and what can I do? And I can't do much, so I'm not going to kill myself. Mm-hmm. But now we're seeing this is more of a quote-unquote Billy Donovan type kind of team. And we're seeing that fight that we saw at OKC. We're seeing that fight that we saw, hell, even if you go back to Florida with his college team going back-to-back national champions those guys play with a certain tenacity. And, uh, it, and it's, it, it, the thing that I love most, and, and winning helps, you know, exacerbate, you know, the positivity on a team. Mm-hmm. But what I like most is how these guys seem to pull for each other. Like nobody's complaining about not getting the ball. Nobody's complaining mm-hmm. about passes not being made. Nobody's sometimes, complaining about anything. I mean, man, and sometimes dude, we're too unselfish. Right, sometimes we're too unselfish. Like, God damn, you got the shot, take it. <laughs> Well, the thing that was cool is that that scenario where DeRozan hit the three pointer, but they called it back because he ran out of time, yeah. right? So they come right back, they hook him right back up. They're like, "Nah, dog, get your points." Mm-hmm. They did that on purpose. He gets the shot, turns to the bench, and everybody's like, "Yeah, dog." I mean, dude, that was awesome. That's like, dude, that's like team team orientation. Yes, one on one right there. Everybody pulling for each other, man. So that that unlike. We haven't seen that in, in you know since maybe the, the Derrick Rose era Bulls. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But there, there's a, there's a pull for each other type kind of mentality that seems to be very infectious for this. Like nobody's even complaining to rookies getting these minutes. It's like no, nah, dog. I mean, in, in Io, you know, how often has he played with Derrick Jones Jr.? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and this dude they, gives him an alley oop, and they they look like they in complete yeah. sync. Yeah. Right. They give this out. I'm like, dude, come on. Man. And then, I, and that's another thing, too. This team, once they do something wrong, they don't make the same mistake right back to back. Like Zach earlier should have passed the ball when there was a breakaway. He got fouled yes. and they did yep. stop. So the next time it came down, he got his head up quicker, mm-hmm. got it out to Io, and Io gives it to, to Jones for the alley oop. I'm like, yep, okay. You, you, you saw what you did wrong. You made the adjustment. And that's beautiful to watch, too, man. So it's like watching these guys learn each other. Um, and then, you know, learn where they make mistakes and not waiting till the next game to correct it, like doing it in game. In game adjustments. Yeah, man. dude, that, that's a level of basketball IQ we haven't seen from this organization and from the players representing this organization, again, since probably the Derrick Rose era. Uh, so, yeah, man, it's, it's a lot of fun. You can hear in our voice, you know, how enthusiastic yeah. <laughs> we all are, <laughs> you know, talking about yeah. the guys. Yeah. And it's not like they're, they're not like they're flawless, not like they don't make mistakes, but the process and to, and to be going through that and to be six and one and your only loss be a one point loss. That's that's pretty good, man. That's pretty cool. You, you see the hunger. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's the thing. You see the hunger, man. And I was I was talking to someone today and he asked me, like, are the Bulls for real? And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I, I put it to you this way. I'm like, if the Bulls stay healthy and let's say 
the East this season falls to injury plague like the West did and Phoenix snuck them ways they sell to the finals. I'm like the Bulls have that potential. I'm not saying they will, but they have that potential. It'd be like Atlanta last year. It'd be like you know, Atlanta last year. You know, like this team is this team is good, man. Well, this this upcoming stretch right here is gonna tell us if this team is for real or not. I think this is probably the toughest, toughest stretch of the season. You got a home and home with Philly, mm-hmm. Brooklyn, Dallas, and then you go out west for Warriors, Clippers, Lakers. Lakers. My God. Portland yeah. and then Denver. Yeah. And then you come back home for the Knicks. That sound like the old uh circus trip. That's a circus trip. Yeah. Well, it, it, it I is. guess it is. Pretty much. Yeah. Even though there's no more up. circus, but yeah. All right. Um, so, so if we can a, come out of that, like that's a tough stretch. If they can, if 500, if, man, no, if they came yeah. out under 500 for like one I, game under 500, I can still consider that. A I game. mean, and 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 we we're excluding the three games we just played, yeah, right. Knicks, Utah, Boston. Boston. Hey, I'll be happy, yeah, you're right. You know what? <laughs> if they go, if they go four and six on this trip, I think I'm happy. I know. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, or like, on the stretch, stay on the stretch, they got three home games in there, four home games in there. Four of the four of the uh, of the ten are home games, but yeah, the the Philly the Philly game. I'll say five and five, five and five. This these two Philly games are the most critical. probably the most important to me. Right in terms, I say critical. I'm with you in terms of flipping it towards the Bulls' advantage. Yeah, or flipping it. Remember what I did Yes, exactly. That's that's <laughs> my point. Like, and I've been telling people, I think Philly is the one team. That has the player, and Milwaukee too, but Philly has the player that can expose our lack of physicality, both defensively and offensively. And Joel Embiid, he gave us 50 last year. Booch wasn't here. He wasn't there yet. Booch wasn't here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but he ain't stopping nobody. We saw that last night. It ain't going to be uh, a 50 piece on us. No, 35. (laughs) <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe thirty-five. Thirty-five, 50, 15 and five. Which I, I'll take. <laughs> you know, and and they're likely to be shorthanded, you know. So yeah. that's another big thing. Like we can't like we 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 supposed to win this game tomorrow for sure. It's likely that Harris won't be there. And uh, Danny Green is out with a hamstring. So I damn near want to say tomorrow's game is a must win. Yeah. Because they're shorthanded. We 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 want to pro- keep proving that we are on the elite level. We have to win that game. You know, and things happen. Things happen. And in, in the NBA, things happen. We we we're seeing it. We've seen the Lakers lose to OKC. We've seen, you know, teams are getting beat. By like some teams, it's like how you lose. Like Milwaukee, so, Milwaukee's four and four. Right Mil- exactly, you yeah. know. So, so we we're seeing the teams get beat, but but I feel like unlike those quote unquote upper echelon super teams, we're we're playing for something to prove. They even even to this day, I, I watch a lot of sports TV. The Bulls is still getting no talk. Right. Still getting no love, even with us doing what we did yesterday. The talk was I, about 
what what Smart did, what right. Smart said in the press. Well, I was gonna say I I was expecting a little more coverage from the Eastern Seaboard uh, <laughs> uh, programming <laughs> network, um, just based on the fact that they beat Boston, you know. So, yeah, and you're right. And all you got, all you got was what, what Smart said. All you got was Smart said, you know. Yeah, so yeah, you know, and I it's like you know what? Okay, keep keep on sleeping. You know, I'm starting to feel like LeBron in the bubble. I want my, I want my damn respect too. But it's okay. We go, we gonna continue to earn it. You know, yes, that, that's that's the thing. Let's continue to earn the respect. Like teams know, teams teams know, but the media ain't ain't, ain't rocking with us yet. You know, well, except for Barkley. Except for Barkley, and that's why we lost the damn Knicks game. Yeah, he, he put his guarantee. On. <laughs> Just shut I up, guarantee. And Shaq, and Shaq was begging him, "Go ahead, guarantee." <laughs> hey, let's uh, let's move on to to the Bears. Um, tough, okay. tough, tough loss. All right, yeah, moving on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great. The defense Great. Great. was man. Defense was bad. Uh, Field showed a little bit of promise. You know, the the run, by the way, was freaking ridiculous. Ridiculous, yeah. Um, For the the touchdown run. Um, (laughs) But here's what what we can talk about with the Bears. I'm not going to worry about what happened on Sunday. Uh, This trade deadline, they stood pat, didn't do anything. So that begs the question, what has Ryan Pace been told about his job security? And I feel like if he was told that he was definitely coming back, mm-hmm. he makes moves. He makes moves to get some 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 draft capital, some extra draft capital uh, well, going to the next next season. Because uh, you have, I think you have some pieces that could have been dealt this year um, in order to do that. This tells me that he's trying to win to keep his job. That's that's what that's what I took from uh, from no from no movement at uh, at three o'clock today. Well, Wait, if that's the case, he's trying even, to win to keep his job. If that's yes. the case, he's even less oh, he's man, less aware he, than he, I realized. He, he might well resign. Win. Right. <laughs> he might well resign. But tell, I'm saying though, why, why wouldn't you? I mean. Well, you telling well, me nobody would have given up a, a draft pick for an Akeem Hicks or or Allen Rob- well, Robinson may be a little too expensive given that it's a franchise deal. I, I would have uh, I would have called I would have called Cleveland. Well, here's the thing. You know, the Bears, you know, if you if you're making a deal with the Bears, just like what the Broncos did with the Rams, uh, the Broncos are still paying some of that salary. So right. they could, you could figure out something to where the other team doesn't have to Which, take the whole of that salary. That shocked me. The, yeah, uh, the shocked Von me Miller too. move to I was I was uh, I was taking a, yeah. a little mid a midday snooze, and uh, <laughs> I had Colin. So was the rest of the NFL. I had Colin yeah. Cowherd on the, the background. I heard Von. Wait, wait, Von Miller traded to the Rams. What? Yeah. What is going on? I I, I didn't see that happen, man. Especially after. Uh, the, the what the Broncos defense did to Washington, uh, on right. on Sunday. I just, by Texas, the way, thanks, Houston. thank you, Houston. thank you, Broncos. Oh, you said Broncos defense, yeah, thank you, Broncos defense. I got a, a nice victory in fantasy, <laughs> you know, partially because of that, but yeah, um, yeah, that was Here's that was thing. 
that that told me I was like, okay, there's there's a market out there. There are teams that are willing to, you know, that are giving up some some assets. Well, the thing with Allen Robinson is is you know with him being uh, uh, the uh, the tag being on him, you might be able to get compensation for him that might be a late third round or early fourth rounder. And I don't think if you trade him now, you're going to get anything more than a fourth rounder. So keeping him might actually help with Justin's development in terms of having a competent receiver. Now he may not be so here. Are you going to sign, I'm saying, are you going to sign him long-term now? Or? No, what, I, what I'm saying, no, here, here what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not saying you're going to keep Allen Robinson, but having a competent receiver can help him this year, his help him learn I, I his development. Right. And so, you know, you get you another receiver that's, Right. That's good and competent, but but it'll help his development. So in and, and actually to your point, that makes me think Pace may be staying here because it's giving him an opportunity. Like okay, you don't have to make these moves to try and have something for next year per se. You because you can still trade some of these guys. Not everybody's not unrestricted free agent. You know, what yeah, I'm you can trade so them in the off season. You can trade some of these guys in the off season. And you know, back going to last year, uh, I know probably don't remember, but vaguely I was saying I can make a case for Pace in terms of Pace staying and Nagy being gone. Yeah, I was, I was drinking I was drinking the Kool-Aid too when, when Fields got drafted and said that he could stay another three years. Well, I'm not even just saying that, but I mean, here's the thing. It's, it's really weird because Nagy is looking like a guy who's not developing talent. Nagy looks like a guy who's making these players not play to their potential. And Pace is like, I got players – you know, there are times like the Bears running is really good. I mean, they're one among the better teams as far as a rushing attack goes. Herbert looks like a great find. He's a sixth round draft pick. We know Montgomery can run the ball. Signing Damian Williams is a solid sign. Mooney's a good ball player. Cole Komet sold some potential. You know, you just got to be able to get him involved. The passing okay. game is, is struggling because of the offensive schemes. But you Nagy know, was his pick, though. I'm not saying he's perfect. I said I can make a case for Pace. I'm not saying that I want him to stay or that I am going to make the case. I'm saying that if I'm Pace and I'm defending myself, because I'm sure he's got the, 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 the front office ear or the, the owner's ear a lot more so than Nagy probably does. He's like, hey, Leonard Floyd, multi-million dollar contract, different system. He seems to be playing well. You know, I we elevated uh, – decide to a defensive coordinator and it's similar to Fangio a defensive coach that I brought in you know that was brought in under my regime you know the defense looks a little bit better Quinn looks a lot better this year with a different defensive coordinator you see what I'm saying it's like the coaching seems to be undermining some of the players he's brought in I mean the, the if you look at the offensive line now the interior with the center he's okay but the two guards are solid and then you got the old man you know in Peters I didn't say they were great. I said they were solid. Run blocking, yes. But, yes. White, but, white hair, white hair, been getting getting his ass kicked. Yeah, but some of that uh, is protection. Some of that is the guy to the to the left and to the right of him. You know, sometimes that messes you up too. You know that. Um, and and Borm, you know, is not the sieve that the guy was prior to him. You know, I can't remember Elijah. I actually Borm actually looked pretty good. That's what I'm saying. So it's like. And, and of course, you got Fields. I mean, you you bring in Allen Robinson as a free agent. I mean, there are players you made the trade to get Hicks, Hicks, and you made the trade to get. Or I mean, Hicks was a free agent pickup, but you made the trade to get um, Khalil yeah, Mack. I, was I mean, say Hicks was uh, Hicks was Emory, right? Uh, Might have been. Yeah. Might have been. Hicks was Emory. 
I'm not certain because Hicks was in New Orleans, and that might have been Pace's first year. Okay. Coming from New Orleans, I think he might have brought Hicks along with him. Um, but my point is, is that we can point to any number of players that are talented, but and, and now Trubisky's not not to me, but Trubisky to a lot of other people are thinking like, oh, it wasn't Trubisky as much as it was probably Nagy not helping develop him. See what I'm saying? So Pace may have an opportunity to, to kind of snake his way and to continue his job, but Nagy, Nagy and his his coaching staff has got to be on the outs, dude. Because you it know, makes no I'm sorry, go ahead. You know, I I I've been like up and down with that that argument all year. Like, you know, Pace have found diamonds in the rough but where i'm at now he he, we can say all that jim but all our money all our money is on the defensive side of the ball and we do not have a super bowl defense we're not even close to the window yeah that window closed you know like so to your, to, your, to your point, he's he pace has been horrible with the quarterback signings, overspending on bad quarterbacks. His capology has been horrible. We couldn't keep Fuller, but somehow the Rams are able to get Ramsey, keep uh, the defensive tackle, Donald. keep Donald, and then they get Von Miller. So yes, there I said I and pay, and paying still paying golf and still paying golf. So. So, yeah, I mean, it's like you can make a case for Pace, but you can also make a case against them, too. I'm with you. I'm personally, they all need to go. But to, to, to what Ez was saying, he's like, I don't know if Pace is staying or going based on the lack of movement in, you know, the trading deadline. And I'm I like. Mean, the, you you hmm. brought the quarterbacks. They couldn't get nothing for one of those guys, whether it was it was <laughs> Dalton or, or – or, uh, or uh, uh, Foles? Uh, no, well, you're paying, you're paying Foles, what, $7 million you to probably dress. You probably can't get nothing for Foles because people probably ain't trying to pay that money. But Dalton, oh, is Foles under contract next year too? Or do both it's of them an come option. Up? I think it's an option for next year. Okay, okay. Well, it's a team you could have probably got something for both. That's what I'm saying. You're coming you off. Got, yeah. You're coming I mean, off you that money. Man, pay half of it. And, and get a draft pick. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it, it's 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 and maybe like you might be right. Maybe, maybe nobody wanted folks. I I don't know. Maybe they tried that. That's that's, that's... no. They're both gone next year. Okay. Oh, it's not an yeah. option. No, they're both gone. They're both unrestricted free agents. Dalton and Foles. Uh, Rob. The Bears have 26 unrestricted free I thought, agents. I thought Foles was a 26. Uh, was a three Bears. year. Was a three-year deal. Well, it may be a team option, not a player option. No, not right, um, right, not a player option. It's a team option. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Well, according to what I'm looking at, they have Bears have 26 unrestricted free agents, and Foles and Dalton are two of them. Well, Jimmy that's Graham. I, 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 uh, Jimmy yeah, I, I agree with that, and I'm uh, fine with that. <laughs> James Daniels, uh, Allen Robinson, Keem Hicks. Those are some of the bigger, bigger names on it. Damian Williams, Alex Ogletree, Artie Burns. Has he even played yet this year? Um, Bilal Nichols. So they've got a few players that are are integral to the team possibly going forward that are unrestricted free agents, but they don't, they're not gonna cost that much. Most of the ones that yeah. are costing that much uh, are still probably are, are are gone, are probably gonna leave them. You're, 
your bigger like Robinson's the biggest one. He's got 17 million. That's 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 off the books next year. Hicks is 12 million. Dalton's 10 million. Foles is well, 8 they, million. Jimmy Graham's could, 8 million. They they could franchise him again. Right. Or they could franchise him, but they'll be able to afford to franchise him because they can let all these other fools go. Yeah. You know. But um yeah, but yeah he, Man, he's been bad with the capology for certain. And that, that that's the main thing. Like it, the deep, what we saw in the defense, it was like I have to, I have to apologize to to my favorite target on the <laughs> podcast because yeah, they were a civil because out. because I don't think that they look that bad if he don't go down early. No, I don't, I don't think they, they look that bad. They don't and, break off as many runs, you know, long like, runs, and the, long passes. The, um, the screen probably doesn't happen. You know, he uh, might get a few yards. To, to, to uh, the Debo, not, yeah. not 60 yards. But not 60. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Like, so so I I, I got to, you know, apologize to my boy. He wouldn't have Reggie. made the stop. I mean, uh, Eddie. He you wouldn't know. have made the stop, but he, he, he would have did uh, something. He would have, yeah. He would have did something. He would have been in the area. You it would have slowed so, him down a, a, just a tad. You know, He'd like, have ran interference. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By the it, way, it, I'm – I bought some uh, some BoJack cereal was on sale. Uh, not 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 good. Not good. <laughs> not good. Hey, at all. But I, I know I know we I know we like. But it's, for, it's, it's for it's for charity though, so you know. Okay. Oh, it was it was, it was three bucks well spent. Okay. Okay. It was bad. I know. We, I know. We tried. You know, not really talk about the game, but but we got to. Oh, oh let's talk about the game because we got to. Justin made a hell of a pass, dude. That touchdown pass. Yeah. Rolling yes. to his left. And I told you guys, and, I mean, not, not saying I told you guys, but you look at his college games, go back and look. A lot of his deep passes or passes to scoring passes, he's rolling to the left, throwing across his body. Like, he does that comfortably. Mm-hmm. That, One thing that, that I noticed, and it's, yes, it, it appears that he played better that Nagy was gone. Yes, it, 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 it appears. It appears. But I'm not going to say that. You can. It's okay. I, I'm not. What it's I'm right. going to say, it, it, well, okay, it's a little bit of both. Because someone pointed out, like, why was he more comfortable now running like he did now that Nagy wasn't there? Uh, but it, to me, I felt he was. I felt the play calling was a lot similar to what it has been. A little more boots and stuff, but my thing was he was tired of waiting on them weak ass receivers to get open, and he was okay. I'm gone. I'm not waiting no more for you guys to finally get open, and that's what I saw. I saw a guy that was tired of getting killed, Mm -hmm. and like you know what, I'm tired of trying to show that I can throw the ball. But you guys take too long to get open. I, I, I'm first first read. If you ain't open, I'm gone. And that's what I saw. I saw. Yeah, and that's I, what I love. I didn't see a huge a huge difference in like you said in the play calling. Uh, like I said, there there were a few more boots, and he was you know he moved the pocket a little bit. But I mean, you'd be naive to think that Matt Nagy's uh, uh, fingerprints wasn't over that uh, that game plan. I mean, let's let's be real here. Yeah, it's not like Nagy is like, yes, he has COVID, but he, you know, <laughs> he's not on his deathbed or anything like that. Mm. Man. He, he was in on those meetings, 
virtually yeah. or not. <laughs> um, so I, I yeah, to, yeah. to say, that, yeah, it was clearly Nagy wasn't around. He played better. No, I don't, I don't, but, I don't buy that. I don't but, buy that. But when the teacher's away and the substitute teacher's in, like I heard somebody say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. So maybe, maybe, maybe his, his act out a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, maybe well, that's, I'm, maybe that's I'm not even I'm not even tripping so much with Justin. I think it's more so like the coaches. It's like sometimes when the coach is there, you feel more compelled to have to call one of his plays. He's not there. The play's in the system. It's in the game plan, but doesn't mean we got to call it. He right, ain't here, right, right. so. I'm a, hey, and then your response to the coach is, why do you call this play? Well, the game dictated we go in this direction. You know, you can always blame it on the flow of the game at the time. And I think for Justin, to point to, to the point you guys are making, uh, especially smoke when you're making, I think Justin took more personal accountability for what was happening on the field. Yeah. And was like, you know what? I'm going, you know what? It, I, I'm going to go out my kind of way. You know, I'm going, I'm going to combat the way I see fit. And I'm not going to just, you know, let's say be a punching bag or just sit back and try and let things develop. If they're not developing fast enough, I got to play faster. If I play faster than maybe everyone else. I can bring people up to where I'm at. And to some degree, I mean, that game was very winnable. They were in it, enjoyed the game. It wasn't like, it wasn't like San Francisco was doing anything so fantastic. It's just that the bears really broke down defensively and and fields. I mean, dude, look how, see how pumped the fans were. See how pumped up he was, how pumped the team was when he made that scoring play. I mean, that was all him. That fourth and one was yeah, all, yeah. yeah. He, well, he made, that block Jason Peters made. Oh, that was awesome. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> he's just like, ooh, I can't, ooh, yeah. Thanks. He's like, thank Justice that, for coming back this that, way. That's the, that's the clean shot that offensive linemen wait entire careers for. <laughs> that never happens. Oh. And he, man, he, he, yeah, he, that was he beautiful. man, wow. But he, he made Bosa look stupid and slow, like on a couple of times. Like Bosa, yeah. he had him on an angle earlier yeah. in the game. Yeah. And Justin just more. And then, and then uh, what's the uh, the linebacker for the one who got demolished by Peters, the linebacker for uh, the real uh, good linebacker? Fifty four. Uh, he 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 made a few. He's an all he made linebacker. a few plays on uh on uh on passes. Right, that, pass defensive. Uh, yeah, that, but but there was one time he thought he had an angle. Fred Warner. Just, Fred, Warner. Fred Warner. Fred Warner. Warner. Fred Warner. Fred Warner. Fred Warner thought he had an angle on Justin. Justin's like, no, I'm 4-4 speed, dog. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, we're on the Bears, and we're not going to get off topic, but I I just wanted to shout out the Atlanta Braves. Just just won the World Series, you know, so. Congratulations to the Braves. Congratulations to the Braves. I'm so glad Houston didn't win. (laughs) (laughs) I I just wanted to put that out there. I, I feel a little sorry for Dusty, but I'm with you. I'm like. Houston, like, yeah. just kind of ruined it. Mm-hmm. But okay, back to the Bears. Back, back to the topic. <laughs> you, 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 you know what, Smoke? You got your whipping boy and uh, Eddie Jackson. And, and Eddie Jackson. <laughs> my, my defensive. Who you? Who you? My secondary whipping boy is Dildor. Dildor. That is the most non-run supporting cornerback I've ever seen. This you go back and watch that game. See how many times he's running alongside the play. <laughs> I'm like, dude, get in there and make a tackle. He just run alongside him. I'm like, dude, what do you do? That is the classic, like, I'm close, but I can't, I can't quite get there because everybody's in. No, get in there was and make he, a play. Was he doing man. a Dion? Uh, Making business decisions, making business oh, decisions. I, he, he was doing a Dion's Dion. I mean, he was. <laughs> 
I'm like, man, and he was getting beat inside on them slants. Uh, that's another thing I saw the Bears do a little bit more, too, run some slants. It's a screen pass would have worked if dude didn't block him from behind. I was like, man. oh, my God, dude, the block wasn't I was glad. I was glad that's they a, ran the screen. That's, that was, that's one they, thing that hurt us. Yep, kind of changed. We had a lot of penalties when we were driving, and it, yeah. it put us back in the hole, and we kicked field goals a few times because of that. That screenplay was brutal. Maybe yeah. maybe if we ran screens more often, we wouldn't have those type of penalties. Because we had a few illegal men downfield. Uh, down yeah, blocking in the back. Stuff like know. that, yeah. You know, so, like, that that was the main – like, it wasn't like the offense, like, really, like, fields, like, just couldn't do anything once he got in the red zone. It was literally we're driving and then we get a field. I mean, we get a hole. Right. A legal man downfield, a uh, legal block in the back. Uh. <laughs> and, and dude, I, can't, I forget the tight end. Dude dropped the ball in the end zone. Yes. Commit. Commit, dude. Was that yeah. Commit? Yeah, commit. I yeah, was like, come commit. on, yeah. dude. You got to make that catch. So. Yeah. Got to make that catch. So I look, I mean, it's, I look at the Tennessee Titans offense. I'm like, dude, it's not like it's that much more diverse. You just got Derrick Henry makes everything go. Without Derrick Henry, Tannehill kind of struggles. Yeah, he, he is a bad yeah. motherfucker, though. Oh no doubt. Oh yeah, no oh, doubt. Yeah. But I'm, ta- I'm I'm just talking about the, the the complexity of their offense isn't so diverse. You know what I'm saying? They just they just execute, and he does a great job making everybody look good too. But you look at the Bears' running game as a, as a as a as a unit, as a collective. Herbert looks really good running the ball. Williams is not as good, uh, you know, runner, but he's good at screen passing, and you know he's a he's a savvy vet. And we know Montgomery, once he gets back healthy, that, that's going to be a nice little – like their running, running back by committee is pretty strong, man. You just got to utilize yeah. the guy. You look at San Francisco, dude. How many of those guys were catching passes out the backfield, dude? Running little Texas routes, running little play, outs on their flat. I mean, they were they killing li- They literally was running slants. Yes. All game. Jimmy Garoppolo threw one ball downfield, which pissed me off at the end of the half. Uh, to Dabo, to Debo, that was the only. Everything was like cross, literally cross, yeah. cross crossing and slants and and a couple of and, you know, little Texas and, routes by the running backs. And I, I think I was, I think I was listening to uh, Hogan Johns, or I was listening to somebody, and they brought up how the Bears lead the league and in in hitch routes. <laughs> I believe yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> not, not a great stat. I, 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 I told, I keep saying it. That's all we good for. That's what they do. <laughs> Five yards, turn around. Look, look and then I'm they probably, just stand there. I'm, I'm probably about to shift my my aggression from Eddie to these damn receivers. We, we need Five yards. Come back. We need a dynamic receiver. And then you just, you just sit there. You don't, you don't. You know, try to find if, if, you know, things break down, try to find an open spot. No, they just sit. They just stand. Yeah. And that's the problem with the Bears offense. Yeah. Right there. You, you just, yeah, you just brought that you, up. You see, you see, I watch, I watch a lot of these other games and you seeing guys catching slants that's going to the house 70 yards. Yeah, yeah. A la four. Cooper Rush in Dallas, you nice. know, or for Trevor Simeon in New Orleans. These are backups. <laughs> backups. You know, like, you know, like 
our guys, it's literally they have to stop, turn around, and catch the ball. <laughs> no, it's very seldom do we have routes that and you can't you can't still going. You can't tell me that's all they can do. I I don't believe that. Coaching staff, man. Yeah. Coaching staff. I yeah. think the one play that we had on that was I think to commit. Called one up the middle and got a few extra yards after the catch. Like, yeah. Hey, Monday night, you <sighs> got the Steelers going to Pittsburgh. Is that winnable? environment. Yeah, I mean, the Bears usually lately of late, they've beaten the Steelers, I think, three out of the last four times they've played them. Or something like they beat them in Pittsburgh when uh, Tressman was here. Uh, they beat them. They beat them at Soldier Field with love. <laughs> so, I remember that. They beat them here when uh, when Glennon was was the quarterback. Or no, did they beat them or did they lose that game? They beat they they won a game with Glennon. I think they won that game. They lost a the game against the Falcons, but I think they beat the Steelers. Huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was like one of those like first two or three games before you know before the, before he got pitched. Well, this mm. one's on national TV. The Bears haven't been playing well on national TV lately. Uh, that's before they got Justin Fields. Okay. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know, dude. It, it, I mean, Pittsburgh is finding a ways to win games. And Mike Tomlin would tell you, don't ask me who I'm going to coach. Damn it. I'm coaching the Pittsburgh Steelers. So he's playing. He, he's coaching with an attitude like, you know, give me my damn respect. Do, you know, do you, we do we get a Madden cast? I mean, a, a Manning cast this week? Yes. We do? Wow. Okay. We should. That's that. That's they that. do. They do Monday night. At, why all of a sudden would they not? Well, no, they took they, they took three weeks off. They took. I think oh, they took okay. the last three weeks off. They, they 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 came they came back last week, so they've done the last two weeks. But before you that, sure? they took like three weeks off. Yeah, yeah. No, because cause Brady was on the show with them after that was, he beat that was us. last week. Oh, you saying before that? I said before that they took three weeks. Oh, off. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. I thought you meant yesterday. Okay, no, no, no. gotcha. So yeah, that that should be fun then. Yeah, because I told myself I might watch. I'm not might. I'm going to watch it on that telecast. But the Bulls play Brooklyn that day too. Ooh, yeah, that's what you got DVR for. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah. I don't got DVR. No. I use I use streaming services. Got so I'm gonna have the Bulls on my on my <laughs> laptop while watching the Bears on the TV. <laughs> You know what? Whatever happened to uh, to uh, what did they call it? Split screen TV, split screen multi view. Yeah, DVR. Why did they, they stop that? Oh, I don't know. Probably too many problems trying to get it fixed, freezing up on people. <laughs> <laughs> Man, got to get a corner to the Bulls game. I don't know. Zero. I don't know. It's just, it's just zero. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I have it on the laptop. <laughs> Damn, that's 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 a good sports night. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. Hey, let's move on. Uh college football playoff. The uh the initial uh rankings have come in for the playoff and Ooh. outside of Georgia and Alabama. I Ooh. well outside Michigan of Georgia State. and Alabama. Alabama. Michigan State deserves Ooh. to be three. All right. The the problem is with the number four. That's my problem. Uh, my problem is with Alabama and Oregon. Well, what's your problem with Alabama? 
They lost. They lost to a they team lost. that had a backup quarterback and a player got hurt on the field, and they lost. They lost. They lost. It's that to a, simple. To a they team lost. that wasn't ranked. They lost to an unranked team. They lost. Why are they number two? Are you kidding me? Number two? Yeah, they made. They probably should be two. I mean, if you said four, I'd be like, okay. I like, get it. like they lost. They lost to a so give me. Second. So you guys, give me, give me your top fours. Georgia. My top four in this first first one should have been Georgia, Michigan State, Cincinnati, and Oklahoma. That should have been the top four for this first. It's still a lot more weeks to go. Like Cincinnati at six is some bull crap, man. Yeah. They're not getting in the playoffs. They're not. You might as well tell them you should. This is them telling them you will never get in. They, uh, they, they need. They need. They, they need so much help. Yeah, they need Alabama to lose in the SEC in championship, SEC game championship Georgia, game, right? Because there's no games in between to make it up. They right. need Michigan State to lose to Ohio State. And Ohio State to lose in the Big Ten Championship. And Ohio State to lose in the Big Ten Championship. That's not going to They need Oklahoma to lose to Oklahoma State and Bedlam, which could happen. Um, they need Oklahoma mm-hmm. State. Wait, who else is they, need or- they need Oregon to lose. Oh, they need Oregon to lose to somebody. All those yeah. things can happen. A bunch of those things can happen. But and they, 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 so they got to stay so in the next time. That's, that's the big thing. We've had these arguments before with, with Central Florida and uh, who else? Who else was out there uh, some years ago? Boise. Utah, uh, well, not, not for the playoff, Boise, but um, it was just UCF TCU. for the playoff. TCU, right. TCU when they went to Mount West. We've had the. But was that in a playoff era? No, no. TCU in the Big 12 in the. Playoff era, they were undefeated. Yeah, dude, they got ranked low, and then they, they ended up losing. But they got ranked low, like they, they did. I remember they were, that. They were I like, because that's what that's what, but that's where I'm going though. And they all we always make this argument, and then they mess around and lose lose a game. They they had no <laughs> so you're but, you're pointing to the wisdom. Like, you're pointing to the teams like of Cincinnati of don't lose. UCF didn't lose. Yeah, UCF didn't. That that one the one year. Uh, well, they ended up playing in the Sugar, right? And they they, they beat Auburn in the Sugar Bowl. Uh, and they they called themselves. Oh, they're 2017. They called themselves the, uh, national, the national un- champion, right? Unofficial yeah. national champions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they got they got national championship rings, which I loved. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, Cincinnati number one. They got to win out. They got to take they care do. of their own business, and then let 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 the chips fall there. But I think uh, I don't know about Alabama. Well, Georgia could beat Alabama. Uh, yes. Oregon, Oregon has who do they have left? Dude, they can lose next week. They can lose to Washington this week. It's at Washington, and they're only like a touchdown favorite. They got you never uh, know what'll show up. Washington does have Division One talent. Whether or not they, I mean, just like Alabama lost to Texas A and M. Oregon could lose to hell. Oregon lost to it was a Stanford they lost to. Yeah, Stanford wasn't ranked. Stanford's not that good. Yeah, they got Washington, Washington State, Utah, and Oregon State left. Which, yeah, it doesn't look. Is there a pack? Is there a pack twelve championship? Yeah, there is. 
So yeah, I mean, it, it could happen for Cincinnati. That's Hell. that's that's all I'm saying. Just take care. Just they need but, to take care. Of yeah, they got to take care of business. But it's like when you put them that far down, that's that's kind of that's kind of this uh this like unmotivated. Like that's that's disheartening. Like that's disrespectful. Yeah, like well, like uh, they should they should have that chip and start crushing fools. Yeah, yeah, but. They're going to probably do that. But what's going to happen? Georgia's going to lose Alabama in the SEC championship game. Ohio State. Alabama ain't going to lose again this year. They can lose Auburn. They can. I'm just I'm just saying what's going to happen is it's going to – it always makes the committee look like they're right. <laughs> I hope they lose again, but I don't think they will. Ohio State is not going to lose again. Like, Oregon is going to be that team that we look at like, uh, how did they get in? Okay, they're in and they're going to get beat. Or they may finally just decide, okay, Oklahoma should be in because they are in a better conference and they're undefeated. Like, Cincy is going to get – they're going to get robbed. Yeah, like if they're gonna get robbed. <laughs> too bad, too bad. Ohio State doesn't play Illinois. You know, <laughs> it seems like they play a, a big team. They they show up for it. You know, they, <laughs> yeah. they, go, they play Nebraska. They play Penn State. They show up for those, but then lose to Rutgers. Uh, Texas, Texas, San Antonio. Yeah, they used to rush, rush, rush. <laughs> go to UVA and get crushed. <laughs> Anyway, I, I digress. Sorry, I, I <laughs> lost. Yeah, I, I thought the committee Sorry. was on some BS, though. That 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 was some mid-major dis- disrespect. Yeah, man, and 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 I I was happy to hear. Uh, oh, what's the guy? He's on one of the college football shows. Went to I went to Ohio State. Herb Street. Herb Street. No, 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 not Herb Street. I think oh, I was brother. on the team. Joy Galloway. Joy Galloway. Joy Galloway. Yeah. Joy Galloway said that's disrespectful. Yep. That's disrespectful. Like, like granted, yeah, we want to see the better teams, but but like let's be real here. Well, Cincinnati didn't just come out of nowhere. Right. They didn't just come out of nowhere. Should have beat Georgia in the bowl game. They let them back in, but they they played Georgia in a, I think a, a January 1st bowl game. Um, they have a Heisman candidate on their team. They have essentially three guys that are probably going the first round next like, year in the, in the draft. So I, 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 Notre Dame's ass, and, it, and yes. at Notre Dame, at Notre Dame. I, and I, I'm man. My thing is this: Alabama is amazing. They are. Yeah, I, I know. I know. I know you. They struggled against. No, no, no. I'm struggled talk, against Florida. I'm not talking about like this year. I'm talking about overall, okay. like in history. My thing is, they put the SEC so high on this pedestal, and then you always have two teams in that conference that is just beating the crap out of everyone else in that conference. So it's like, it's not like all their games are close in that conference. Yeah, they might slip up. They might slip up and get beat. But after that, they they Florida made it a good game, right? Yes. They lost to Texas and them. What was the other close game? Tennessee was 
Rolling with them for a half, baby. Yeah, and then they covered the 30 points. Don't bring that game. <laughs> Alabama, I mean, Georgia, have they played a close game yet within mm-hmm. the SEC? Florida was close for a quarter or so. A quarter or so. <laughs> no, uh, Kentucky Kentucky was missing some players. That might have been a little closer. No, but, Georgia is inordinately powerful this year. I mean, they, they are. But, I mean, the SEC but is But that's still... all I'm saying. They give the SEC far too much credit. Whoa, 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 I do whoa, think whoa. I do think they're the best conference. Okay, thank you. But, but, but like, Ohio State don't get the same credit for blowing out the teams in the Big Ten. That they go undefeated. Ohio State always gets love, but they go undefeated. I just, I just how, can't. How often do a big? How often do a SEC team lose L- to somebody? LSU went undefeated. It was right. Alabama went undefeated. When you go undefeated, that's different. It's different. But most times, these teams, like if Georgia lose to Alabama, they're going to get in because they lost <laughs> to Alabama. Hey, I I just man, Wake Forest is gonna mess this thing up for Cincinnati. Why? Because they got to play players of Cincinnati teams Cincinnati's played. No, they play well, each other. No, no, they don't play each other. No, they don't play each other. Because they beat, they'll they mess around. Notre Dame. They beat North Carolina, but they don't play Notre Dame. They got North Carolina, they got NC State, they got Clemson, and they got Boston College left. They'll lose one of those games. What if they don't? Wake they Forest win. undefeated? Wake Forest is <laughs> yes. undefeated right now. Yeah, Wake Forest is, is offensive what? juggernaut. They what do. The Wake Forest is they are Wake Forest and... right now. All right. <laughs> Wake, Wake Forest will lose like pit loss. They are they are number one in the Atlantic, uh in the, the Atlantic division of the ACC. Wow. I definitely didn't know that. If the season if the season ended right now, they play Pitt in the ACC championship game, which yeah, is a winnable Wake, game. Right, the Wake Forest will lose a game like Pitt lost last week. Yeah, the prosperity would be too much for them to happen. Uh, <laughs> that's that's the problem though. That's what Cincinnati has to hope doesn't happen. Well, Wake Forest should they be have Wake Forest loss. Wake yeah, Forest Wake should Forest should probably be seven. Yes. Or six, six. Or seven. yeah, yeah. I think six. Yeah, I, I, what, what Smoke said, his four, I agree with. And although I'm not, Oklahoma's been, you know, skirting yeah. it all year. They'll be four. They're teetering, teetering, and you know, but like I said, this is just the first one. It, it's going to change. We all know yeah. that. But I think Wake Four should have been like at least six. They, they they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be that disrespect. Although the ACC's down. Look, man, you're Power Five conference and you're undefeated and you're beating fools. Well, how's that any different than any other conference? Where's Michigan on the list? Seven, seven. I think. That's seven. I, think, I thought they should have fallen down more. Having a, a lead like that at home. and No, no, they on the road. But having a lead like that and losing in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they should have just fell out the top ten. They should have fell to like nine. They should have fell to like nine. They should have just fell to 11 out of reputation. <laughs> <laughs> you proved you, proved yeah, you yeah. are who we thought you were. <laughs> <laughs> He cannot win the big games. Hey, well, we'll see what happens. We still got some 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 good football to come on the college ranks. Yeah, about to get real now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, let's move on to picks. This bull crap. And <laughs> uh, rough week for me and you, Smoke. I should have been two and one. 
Man. How you up 38 nothing with eight minutes left in the game with a 16 and a half spread and you give up 22. That's man, come on, man. Come on. Wow. I'm sorry, man. I don't mean to laugh so heartily. That's that's a bad beat, brother. (laughs) So uh so yeah, I got you smoke 0-3 last week. You're eight fifty. I should have the Thursday night game. No, nah, Packers were plus six. They won. Oh, you're right. Yeah, and they won. They did. So. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, one, that one was one and two. My bad. And that was the one I wanted to lose. I wanted you to be 0 3 <laughs> so bad. I I'll change that. One and two, you are now nine, 14, and one on the season. Uh, I went 0 and three. I'm now 11 and 13. I've had the worst three out of four weeks you could have. And Glenn, you have moved into the top spot of the two and one week. You are now 12, 11, and one. Uh, Smoke, you go first, man. What you got? Like the tortoise, baby. Steady Eddie wins the race. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pick that. His was the hair. He jumped out early. Tortoise just kept yeah, going. Too early, man. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go Michigan State minus three over Purdue. Oh, it's the same one I picked. <laughs> I'm going to go Browns plus two and a half at Cincinnati. Really? Like the fading, like the fighting Mayfields, huh? I don't, but we're just Grunel Beckham's, which, which, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna go Falcons plus six at New Orleans. That. I thought about that one. Falcons been playing some good. They have been football, actually. They've been slowly but surely being playing consistently. They mm-hmm. nobody's paying attention, and they're like five hundred. All right, so I got you, Michigan State minus three at Purdue. Uh, the Browns plus two and a half against Cincinnati and the Atlanta Falcons plus six uh, against who are they playing? Saints. Uh, Saints. Saints. Okay. This is the earliest I've had to pick in a while. Um, (laughs) I'm going to give them the kiss of death. I'm going to take Cincinnati minus the 22 against Tulsa. I'm going to take Notre Dame minus... 20 and a half uh, over Navy. Some big spreads. Navy's been slick playing some decent football. Mm-hmm. Just ask Cincinnati. I'm going to take the Arizona Cardinals minus one hmm. against uh, San Francisco. You go from 20 spreads to one. Huh? Okay. <laughs> like to live on the edge. Yes, sir. Airs on Airs on the edge. So Cincinnati Bearcats minus 22 against Tulsa, Notre Dame minus 20 and a half versus Navy. And I got the Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals minus one against San Francisco. And Glenn, you're the top dog. What you got? All right. Uh, like my Earthwell companion, our Earthwell companion smoke said, I'm going to take the uh, Sparties against the Boilermakers minus three. And I'm um, follow it up with another college game. I'm going to take Auburn Tigers getting four and a half, plus four and a half at Texas A&M. 
That's a good one. And I'm going to end it with a pro game. Uh, without Derrick Henry, without without King Henry, his loyal subjects are going to be scrambling to figure out how to stop Von Miller and the vaunted Ram defense. <laughs> um, Rams minus seven and a half against the Titanless uh, ones from Tennessee. <laughs> All right, so Michigan State minus a three. Uh-huh. Auburn plus four and a half. And the Rams minus seven and a half against the Titans. All right. Good luck, fellas. That'll do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoke in the GM podcast. Thank you all for uh, taking the time to, to, to have a listen. Greatly appreciate that. You can catch our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. I got them all that time. Yes, you did. Proud of myself. (laughs) (laughs) You can also catch us at hp53productions.com. There's a link to our podcast, as well as the Super Duper podcast, hosted by Rob Griggs, and the Father Good podcast, hosted by Marshall Givens and Kenny Stevenson. Hey, Glenn. Yes, sir. Please take us out. Hey, it's like we always say. We ain't saying we're right. We just don't think we're wrong. We'll catch you next week. Go Bulls. See you red.